DMV Sports Roundtable. The Skins sit at the top of the NFC East with the Houston Texans next. How does one of the newest Redskins see them? You know, they're great offense, very explosive. Uh, this guy can make all the throws and Tan can make all the catches. Uh, we've got to find a way to disrupt uh, you know, their timing and uh, make plays on the ball. That's ha-ha Clinton Dix. And the Wizards are winning all of a sudden. It's nice. It's nice to play well. It's nice to defend. I thought our guys uh, did a great job of competing. Wizards coach Scott Brooks. Follow the podcast on Twitter at DMV Sports Round 1. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Let's hear from the sports brains that make this podcast what it is. George Wallace and Jamal Bowens are here now. Chris Chion will roll in in just a little bit. So uh, Jamal and Chris last week were right about that craziness in Tampa Bay. I was dead wrong. The Skins did great. Did at least what they had to do to win that game. So now what happens against a really tough team in the Houston Texans? Deshaun Watson might be the most dangerous quarterback they faced this year. Rodgers was gimpy, you know, to say the least. But just what he, what Deshaun Watson brings to the table is something that I don't know if this defense is ready to face with his arm, with his, his speed, making plays out of the pocket. Because you can make him uncomfortable all you want. If he gets out of the pocket, he's even better than, than he is inside the pocket. And that's just going to – he extends plays. You add uh, Demarius Thomas to the mix. And DeAndre Hopkins is, again, probably one of the best receivers we've seen this year. I think he's, he's better than Odell Beckham. I think he's better than Odell Beckham right now. And plus, Watson now is playing a lot more confidence, that knee. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's, – he's, he's comfortable. Yeah. And, and he came – he had a Pat Mahomes-like uh, – you know, breakthrough when he came in as a rookie until he got hurt. And if he's getting back to that form, that's a huge problem. Lamar Miller is running the ball away. I know there's something this defense does well. Alfred Blue has also contributed uh, in running the football. So they're complete. Now, the, the tight end position, we might not have to worry about that so much. But when you have Hopkins doing what he's doing, and Demarius Thomas, he's been around for a while. He is not the receiver that he used to be, but he hasn't lost that many steps that you cannot pay attention to him. Yeah, I mean... He's definitely an issue. You know, yeah, the whole thing's going to be an issue. It's, I, I think I agree with you. I think it's going to be the toughest as far as And we ain't even talked about offense. Watt yet. Uh, yeah, that's defense, though. <laughs> we ain't talking about Watt or Clowney. You know, that, that defense and that merciless... That defense is a monster. And the problem is... They're, where they're weak at is in the secondary and in the passing game. And unfortunately, we can't pass the ball still. Yeah, someone said to beat them, you got to go deep. Well, you got to go deep, and that's that. something that we just don't do. Right. But in terms of is there any – I heard Trey Quinn is on the way back. He is back. He's official. Crowder he, is – Out. So what do we make of Trent at practice today? He's, and, and he's questionable. Huh? He's officially questionable. Okay. He said he wants to get out there. He said that he's still in a lot of pain, but mm-hmm. he wants to get out there, and we'll see. It depends on the cast, apparently. Doctor said he's made good progress. just depends on how the cast treats him or how so he's they doing don't, with they the So they don't cast. throw those old, and I brought this up before, the old John Jansen, big, hard, you know, heavy Joe cast. Jacoby. Joe Jacoby's yeah, for that club. The, the club. <laughs> so they don't throw those on there no more. Uh, doesn't look like we in a new it's age. probably illegal. It's a weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But have they outlawed it? I mean, I have no idea. I think maybe this our our medicine has come to a point where you know those archaic methods. Line. Are, I mean, I don't know how Jacoby wore that. You got to be able to pass block. I mean, you got to be able to block. That's why he should be in the Hall of Fame, right? Because he played with the club. I mean, Jansen did it with 
two thumbs in the air. That's he did right. it with no thumbs. That's right, he did. So, you know, of course you, you have to get your punch and you have to use your hands as an offensive lineman as well as a defensive lineman. Probably that that's going to be the thing. Is Alex going to have any time? To throw and is the, the line, are they going to be able to? Is, is Adrian going to be able to get going? Bad. No, but it's also different. It's different. Tampa's not. Houston's not Tampa. No, they're not. That's. I mean, having Trent in there is is huge. Just his presence alone is huge because he'll probably be on. They they usually put Watt on the opposite side, right? On the right side, so he'll probably be going but up even, against Clowney. Right, that even, is, Moses, even Moses has Moses going to get beat like a drum when it comes to Watt. He's he, hurt, too. Unless you put Sprinkle over there to chip or something like that, you're going to have to do something like that. And even that is not a guarantee because J.J. Watt, as we know, is not of this earth no. when it comes to defensive ends. No. Clowney is ridiculous. And, you know, their defensive front, it's just, it is what it is. But that offensive line, like I said before, Cooper was a top 10 pick. Jonathan Cooper is plug and play. Talent was never his problem. His issue throughout his entire career was health. Now, he's now with him, he plugged and played well last week. But given his injury history, he's on borrowed time because he's not one that stays healthy for a long time. Cooley said he was the best lineman out there last week. And he played well. Talent has never been his issue. For him, I mean, he you would look at him where he was drafted in the top 10 and say he was a bust, but it's not talent-wise. Everywhere he's gone, whether it be the Patriots, Arizona, he's been able to play well in spurts until the injury bug comes and nips him again, and that's going to be the issue. How long can we keep him sustained healthy? Because if he's playing a long time, I don't know how many games you actually have with him, but if he's there, he can plug and play. Well, you hopefully you don't need that many games with him. Well, Laval's now coming back. No, who, who, who's coming? Yeah, nobody, I guess. Ain't, ain't nobody coming. Is uh, one hope this weekend that the Texans have won six in a row and it might be time for an L? They're off a bye, though. So yeah. You yeah, but they can be rusty, too. Yeah. That, that's true. I mean, that's what you hope for. I think also in the back of my mind is this, and I know this is a big game, and this is the quote-unquote homecoming, which I don't understand. I don't think, are we the only pro team with yeah. a damn homecoming? <laughs> I guess they bruise need something to do. I don't know. So... Yeah, if they get this win, it's huge. It's a big game. My fear is you get this win, and I think they are capable. It's a tall task, of course. Is it out of their own possibility they could win? No, it's not. You know, no one thought they would be 6-3. and three. So anything is possible for this team right now. Win, lose, or draw, anything's possible. Get this win. If you get that, I would hate to see a letdown next week in a short week and get in Dallas on Thanksgiving. It's funny how within a span of uh, seven days from now, you could have a it could be six totally and different. five in crisis around town. Exactly. Or, the other. or <laughs> you know, you're eight and three and you gotta, you, sitting you, pretty. You got to split these two. It'd be nice to split these two. You know, if I had a choice of a split, you know... You love the, you, Bobby Bethel, and congratulations on your Hall of Fame oh, ring. Yeah, no, and we'll love to get a ring for, for you know, get a win look, on Dallas this week. Dallas could have confidence after last week. Yeah, I'm not saying I, they, I, you know, it's Thanksgiving. But it's I, as, as a diehard fan, Thanksgiving in Dallas, I hate it. I'd rather have that. I want every win. Don't you hate that though, going down there in Dallas Thanksgiving? Yeah, I do. But that's why. That's why to me, a win would be that much better. Right. If you gave me a choice between the two, I want both, of course. But. A loss to Houston would not hurt as much no, of course not. as a loss to Dallas 
in Dallas on Thanksgiving. Correct. But a win would be that much sweeter than a win this weekend. And then after that, it's almost like a second bye week, right? They get 10 days or so. 10 days because they go to the next game is the Monday Nighter. No, I I know we're going way ahead. Well, I mean, we we can project now. We're (laughs) starting to get into, you know, a bit of the home stretch. It is true. And it's it's laid out. They are still the masters of their own destiny. This week is still, right now, as we stand, the only team that has a winning record that's left on the schedule. So you're 6-3. and By hook or crook or however you got here, nobody cares. Six and three is six and three. And you need to, after this game, we see how this falls out. But the rest of these games on paper look to be winnable and should be winnable. So they master they they master their own destiny from here on out. They can control their own fate. But that's how you want it. Mathematically, you don't have to worry about anybody else doing something that takes you out. You have enough cushion, you control your own destiny. Whether you win, if you lose, you messed it up. Yeah, that's what Jay said this week. Is the good thing about being six and three is you don't have to look at other uh, teams and other. No, no, having a, having a two game have, cushion, yeah. you don't have to look over your shoulder. Right. At least for right now. Last time that I was looking at, last time they were on Thanksgiving, last year they were here. The Giants game, that night game, they won. Yeah. But two years ago was the Dallas. Dallas was ten and one going after that game. 31-26 Thanksgiving Day. Didn't we beat them in 2012? 2012, yeah, but this is 2016. I understand, but that I, I'm bypassing that because I want to think about the good times. So they were there in 2012, <laughs> 16, and 18. And the, But you know what, for a while... And in 17, they played on Thanksgiving against the Giants. Yeah, but for a while, we did not play on Thanksgiving. And I don't like it. They, like they got rid of it. Or once in a while, sprinkling. I, I only had three shares. Maybe because I have to work. Well, yeah. yeah, you know, since you, you got to cover it, I understand that. But for me... I would. It, I was in Jerry's world in 2012. Very good food. Jerry did very good Thanksgiving presentation. And you said that he even gave the uh, uh, reporters for the Redskins a ride to the stadium. He does. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't jump in on that, but he did. Yeah. <laughs> good for you, Joe. Stick to your guns, I man. Did, I got you. No, don't figured, ride. You, you can't been, ride with the enemy, brother. I don't do that. You'd have been upset with me if I did that. Yeah. No, you can't ride with the enemy. So how about Josh Norman and his comments after the Tampa game about road Redskins fans making him feel energetic, and when he's at FedEx, not so much. And now I, I put. Put it this way, Jamal, that he's making amends, and you said, "No, not really." He never took back what he said, but right. there are ticket giveaways and right. uh, ways to make people like me feel a little better. You know, he's not—he's not coming off of what he said, and he didn't say anything wrong necessarily. But I see both sides of it. But what I would say to that is that the same people that traveled out there to Tampa Bay and L.A. and everywhere that they travel to—they're here too. These are the same people, and I follow a lot of these people on Twitter. And the same people that travel to Tampa are the same people that are sitting in row 120-whatever and are here on home games. But let's not forget some of these ticket brokers selling some of these tickets to fans of other teams and things like that. Now, I don't know a whole lot about it. But I did see something about that, and it makes a little bit of sense because we're blaming players. We're blaming fans. But there also there's a middleman in there. These ticket places that you know sell people's tickets and and if they gobble up from other teams, that just is what it is. I don't I don't think people are not coming out. But if they're not, it's because of the game experience. And Demetri, you go to the games, Georgia, at the games, covering the games. But as someone sitting in the stands, Demetri, some people say the experience you get at FedEx is not the same that you get at other places. I know for me, comparing it to go to a Wizards game, that's easy. 
even if I don't want to pay for parking, I can get on Metro and get off at Gallery Place, and I'm right there. Oh, it's a production to get to FedEx. Right. Now. And you see, that's the thing. If even going to Nats Park, you might walk a couple of more blocks, but it's still easier to get there. Getting to FedEx and getting out of FedEx is a pain in the ass. And if sometimes you're producing what you have out there on the field, nobody wants to take all that time out their life to go through and do all that. Well, right. I can sit at home in a 67-inch TV, drink and eat whatever <laughs> the hell I want, and if I don't like what I'm seeing, I can turn the red zone if I don't feel like it. I think the main thing you're talking about is the opposing fans. And Dimitri and, and Chi, Chi just walked in the door. I mean, right on time. You guys sit in the middle of it all. So you, right. you'd, have a, you'd have a better... Better uh, perspective. Well, that, that's the thing. I mean, my seats are behind the visitors' bench, oh, so wow. it, it makes it even <laughs> you makes it even right tougher. In the mix. Yeah. Listen, I just think it's more of like a McDonaldization of the country or globalization of it. Like I wait heard, go. Is, wait, 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 I heard <laughs> use, go, the, use that word again. I heard go pack go last night at Seattle Stadium. I just think people are yeah. like kind of from everywhere now, and I don't put too much stock in it. Everybody's from everywhere in Washington D.C. I think the that's comments. True. By Josh Norman were kind of intentional to just you know rile up the base to come. Not so much insulting the fans around here or anything no, like he, that. We're he tough. has a we're... point, and DJ Swearinger also backed up his point. But yeah, we do get taken over it, and sometimes people look up at that and say, "Wow, well, where are we at?" But to your point, also watching the Tampa Bay game on TV, I heard ghost skins right. through the through the television. Exactly. So yeah. we definitely show up the place we showed up there. We showed up to LA last New year. Orleans, we showed up to New Orleans. Orleans. Contingency. So sure. you know my thing, my only thing to what Josh was saying, because there's good points on both sides, is that the same people that you heard supporting you also, they're here too. Uh-huh. They got home tickets. These people spend their money to go fly out to Tampa and New Orleans and these other cities to come in and, and Man, I wish I had that sort of disposable income and I could do something like that. That I'd be right there with them. But they, we do travel. And it's been said before that this organization did not travel like Pittsburgh travels or Green Bay travels. And then to your point also, Chris. And no one's going to Pittsburgh. That's, I mean, not to hate on the city of no. Pittsburgh, but like people want to come to Washington, D.C., make a whole weekend out of go to their game. Guess what? Like, I don't think opposing fans circle Pittsburgh and go, oh, man, really want to. Check that out. You know, I, maybe I'm like that's ignorant of me to say, but I just no, think that this there, is a desirable. There's some stuff to see in Pittsburgh, but I know what you're saying. I mean, but if, if you're a Pittsburgh fan and you live elsewhere, yeah, then yes, you will make that trip. Just like these folks here are a fan of the team and they make their trip, you know, to go other places. If you're a Philly fan and you're going, you know, you'll travel to Baltimore, wherever you have to go. Thinking about like sense. Buffalo too. Like there's a reason Buffalo fans are like just pretty much outnumber everybody up there because there's no one's traveling there. People go to no. Tampa, you know. Of course, well, of course, course. want to go to Tampa I mean, and Miami. It depends and stuff on, like that. on what time of the year that, that you go. But yeah, no, no one wants to. The only reason why anybody that's not a Packers fan would go to a Packers game this time to of the see year Lambo, is yeah. to see it's a bucket list thing. Like George says all the time, is to go to a game in Lambo. You know, but if it's not one of those things, then yeah, most people are not willing to go and suffer through that sort of weather to do all that traveling. It's not. And also the Redskins fan base has just been how much success has this team seen in the last 20 years? You know, it's that the fan base feels beat up a little bit from going home so many times. Yeah. Disappointed in in another loss. I mean, I know that's how we felt, Dimitri, after the Falcons game. I was just like, man, this was going to be like a statement game and just fell totally flat. 
And I know they bounced back last week, but it just, I mean, it like sucks to come home that way. Yeah. But, but I will say this, and it may be that there's less to do in the city of Buffalo, but uh, that team uh, over the years has not exactly given its fans a lot to root for no. year in, year out, but they, they, but they it, go. Yeah. You, you know, know what? But I that's, think that's a different. It's a different fan base also because it's a, I, it's a tighter knit community, and I can say it's a smaller community. But if you look at Buffalo fans and Packers fans, which are an anomaly because they are part owners of the team, so they feel oh, yeah, part of right. the organization. So it's more close knit in some of these Minnesota, you know, where not a whole whole lot to do, but they are in on their team, and there's so many, like you said before, this is a very transient city yeah and there is you have your people that are from here you have your gee you're not from here but i've embraced it exactly you've embraced it but then you have those people i put myself that in the don't same change teams and uh, I, I exactly and i put myself in the same situation if i was in your situation and i went to another city or another state i would not change teams i would not adapt the Dolphins have been just a franchise. The great set at this past week, like Larry Zonka and whatnot, it's a frustrating team to watch. They have battered me as a fan yeah. uh, for too long, and uh, I have felt the uh, experiences of going to FedEx Field right. for what it's worth, even maybe if it's not like going to the 12th man in Seattle or anything like that. Um, it's awesome to go, and when the Redskins do win and they're nasty defense, I don't know, I just I feel the team. So. And I guess, you know, if, if you're in the spot with your go-to another, and you're covering the team, yeah. You know, and, and things like that. Maybe, maybe, maybe you start to get into it because you get to know the team and things like yep. that. But I just know me. I'm I'm pretty staunch in, in my That's my fan. You're more loyal and, than me. And I don't think that no matter how much the Redskins have beaten me up, because this is an abusive relationship that we're <laughs> in. They, I've been battered by these people, but I still keep coming back. But I when I go to if I go to another city, I'll never change. I will wear. When I moved to Columbia a little while ago. And just, I've never really been up there like that. But I go into the store and it's Orioles and Ravens. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, I'm in Ravens country. Yeah. So I made it a point whenever I went to the grocery store anywhere, shopping some, just went out, period. I had on Redskins stuff just to let them folks around there know. <laughs> I ain't with your Baltimore stuff. This is where I'm coming from. I got my Redskins on. I got my Wizards on and whatever else. Because I see all this Baltimore stuff that was around. So oh, I'm up here now. Speaking, I'm a little past the beltway. Speaking of Baltimore, they look like they're going to be playing Lamar Jackson as a starting quarterback. Are you, is weekend. it Lamar or is it going to be RG3? No, RG3 is just going to be in packages from what uh, Jeff Zuribek of The Athletic said today. So the, it's the Lamar, Lamar, Lamar was a practice. He was he was a practice yeah, today. Yeah. So he uh, looks like he's going to be in line, even though John Harbaugh is trying to save his job up there. That's it. <laughs> I mean, this. You know what? That, I got another point about that. But this could be, uh, and we talked about this when they drafted him. This could be that point in the season where this is the uh, farewell to Joe Flacco. They oh, also yeah. said Flacco doesn't have to practice in the week to play Sunday. He did say that this week. Flacco's like almost definitely gone. That was, yeah. They can save like a bunch of money on the uh, cap if they let him go. I mean, you drafted Lamar in the first round, so the writing's kind of on the wall a little bit. Real quick on the Le'Veon Bell front, do not be surprised if you see him in purple and black next season. Wow, I, that's interesting. I could totally see that. There are the Jets. There, there's, there's the need, number one, because to be honest, they have not replaced Ray Rice. No. 
You have rolled in Dixon and Collins and I West. I like Alex Collins, but he is not the playmaker Ray no, Rice was. No, he's not. You, but they over the years, since Ray Rice has been gone, they have rolled in new running backs, just like tight ends, because they have never replaced Dennis Pitta. They won't say that. But if you look at how many draft picks they have spent on tight ends, still hasn't worked out. You rolled in new running backs every season, hasn't worked. Still haven't replaced Ray Rice. So there is a need for a lead back and a bell-counted offense. Number two, and this is on Bell's side, if you have that itch like Des Bryant and you feel like you want to stick it to the Steelers after seeing your teammates go through your locker, That's, t- take your name all, tag that off. That was all fake. It was fake? Yeah. What do you mean by Where that? Where did you get that from? They said it was all, they all packaged up all their stuff. They were just having fun with it. So it was like a social media yeah. stunt? Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, I didn't man. see that follow-up. No, I didn't see that either. Yeah. They're not going to ro- uh, loot his locker. They Why can't. Because <laughs> he's done. He's done. Yeah, he's back, do you think he's going back into the building? He's not going back in the building. Guys that package that stuff up for him all the time. Yeah, but I, I don't put, it, I don't put nothing past nobody. The these equipment guys come in there. I've seen it. They just throw I everything understand. in a box. Don't tape put it up, on the social media. FedEx, UPS, I get that. That's how they usually do it. When I look on Twitter and Bud Dupree is putting on this man's shoes, then I'm subject to think he's taking Those his are shoes. Pretty tight. I, I think you could say, does it make it any better that it was a stunt? No. I, 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 I don't think so. I, it's still, I don't think Bell cares, number one. No, but the, his his issue was not with them. His issues with the organization. Right. And to my point, if you feel like you want to stick it to them twice a year, what better place to go than Pittsburgh's biggest rival within the division, which is the, the Baltimore Ravens? going to be for him? Is it a year off? Is it refreshed? Or is it a year off like... He trained yeah. in Miami. Yes, he was on a jet ski, but he was also seen working out. So he, he was working. <laughs> the Giants and, were also on a boat one time. Too. Yeah, remember that? But it, well, that's so that's different because they were just out partying before. Just, the, I just they weren't out there you, to train. They literally just forfeited fourteen and a half million dollars. But if you see to, to us, I get it. I know. Us, I get it. Nothing that's a lot. That's fourteen dollars. If, if you can leave, Not if you're a person 000. that can leave fourteen point nine million on the 14, table, fourteen thousand. Hundred forty, hundred forty bucks. Right, I'd be pissed. But if you're the type of person that can leave fourteen point nine million on the table, that tells me that your pockets ain't hurting and you're good. Uh, he's betting on himself for next year in the monster contract, and because uh, he lost money this year, I don't know if he's going to get the monster contract. But it depends on what monster contract he's looking for. He said to be talking about a franchise quarterback number. He done bumped his damn head. That's never going to happen. He's outside of his whole mind if he thinks that's the type of money he's going to get. Because people do not pay top dollar for no, running, running backs. backs anymore no. that are not their own. Not Gur- at all. Girly, oh, that are not, not their own, uh, though. Yeah. They're not their own. So he'll get a nice contract. He'll get paid. But what he's looking for, I don't know if he's going to get because he's looking for someone to pay him as the player. And I understand where he's coming from because people are paying the position. And the position, unfortunately, outside Gurley and a couple of other guys, the position has been dialed back in terms of, of compensation because you can find the Kareem Hunts and Alvin Kamara's and Alfred Morris's and guys like that in mid to late rounds, undrafted free agents that can become franchise John Connors. Not John Connor. I called a boy. James Connor. Called a boy Terminator. John Connor. That's Terminator. I was Terminator. Yeah. Well, there was Skynet there was coming. a James Connor, a John Connor that played for uh, for the Jets of the fullback. So there was a John Connor. I look. I believe you. What are you I'm doing, teaching. Adrian? What's Adrian Peterson going to do next year? 
I would keep him as a, on a one year. I'll say. I would uh, keep him on a one yeah, year. I mean, you're not going to trust Darius guys to. Uh, well, I'm not saying the trust. Well, I'm not saying trust them. Right, I'm right, saying with the injury, front. you can ease. You can ease guys back. Hmm. And also had Peterson. If Peterson wants to stay on a one or two year deal with an option, one year with an option, it'll be, it'll be a friendly deal. He's thirty four, right. isn't it? He's exactly. Not get... And if we have success, then I don't think he would really want to no, go I anywhere. Think he, he likes it. I, I think he likes it there. I think he is. He is kind of. I, I saw him and guys interacting. There's nothing but respect there, and I think there's no one better having guys coming off that injury. AP's come off it two times, one to one over two thousand yards, and. Who better to mentor him and guide him back or guide him into, because he hasn't been out there yet, to guide him into that spot than Adrian Peters? I think it's a win-and-win on both sides because even if Geis is back, AP still has a role. Thompson still has a role because he's not going to jump right in hitting the ground running. He's got to ease in, number one, to the game as NFL because he's only carried a few times in a preseason game. He has never played a, a regular season game yet. Yeah. So he's got to ease in that way and adjust to the game and also adjust to his injury and get past that and get back to the player that he was. So I think keeping Adrian Peterson on at least for one year it would be a, a, a smart and prudent thing to do. Final topic, what has changed with the Wizards? Three wins in a row. Did, they, uh, did they get disgusted <laughs> with themselves? Uh, do they now have that. the... You pissed John Wall off. Uh, I did? No, not you. I'm just looking at direction, not you. I was also going to ask if they, <laughs> they have they the uh, John Wall. if they have the maturity to make this a decent season now. But I'm talking like three games, yeah. three wins is suddenly a miraculous turnaround. I mean, it no, but go any, any and you play way. you play who's in front of you, and it's right. a good spot. And it's a good part of the schedule right now to build some confidence. I love Dwight Howard's comment. Nobody remembers November. Okay, that's true. <laughs> Fine. I hope so, but. Uh, you know, they the the John Wall thing, maybe. You know, maybe that, that lit a fire under him. Who knows? But they're also I mean he's playing defense. Playing he is, and they're playing defense now, which is amazing. Well that yeah, you're playing some damn defense. I mean what more that's well, what you should have done. But Cleveland was held it was the only team the first time they've held a team under hundred or second time. Yeah. They you know, but this is the thing, Brooks has been talking defense since it got here. And I where has it been? It's been wildly inconsistent. I don't know if the defense holds up, but I, I get my encouragement comes from they held the Jeff Green is, is playing well. Yeah, oh Austin, yeah. Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers. Is, well, I had a cut from Austin Rivers talking about how he's just now he's just you know playing. Yeah, just, just auto about against things. Cleveland. He looked like auto played against Cleveland. Like somebody showed him his bank statement and said, "This is the player you're supposed to be." You see, <laughs> you see these zeros. That's what they're paying you to be. And Auto was aggressive. Yeah, he, he went with three for three in the beginning of the game. He was aggressive. That's how he's got to play every game. Howard is is doing what he's doing. Uh, Mahimi hit a three. I don't know first why. time ever. Why I don't? That's the part I don't like because they've been doing this since training camp. And it always felt uncomfortable that Brooks is encouraging these dudes, these big dudes, to step out and shoot threes. He wants everybody to shoot threes. Well, that's great. This team doesn't rebound for twos. <laughs> so why would you put your bigs out there shooting threes? If you see this team, have you seen this team rebound? There's one person, if one person. No one crashes the boards. It's one and done. And then you're putting your five out there, the guy that's supposed to be rebounding, he's shooting a damn three? No, it don't you work like that. Just let him have his moment. No, his three. No, just let him enjoy. No, it. no, he he owes me sixty eight million dollars worth <laughs> of them damn threes. <laughs>
<laughs> but I think I think they can get better. I like the versatility that they have because they had a lineup out there: Rivers, Wall, Beal, Green, and Porter. Even Porter or Morris. But everything in there is interchangeable. Everybody's playing well. I wish Sada would just be a little more. Sada Ransky needs to be a little more selfish. He looks for his teammates, and that's great. But with his skill set and what he can do at 6'7", his versatility as a guard, playing a one and a two, and he can score more than he's showing. He has way more athleticism than he's showing. Just be selfish sometimes. And like Otto, you got to be selfish sometimes. Go out and get yours because ain't nobody going to give it to you. Oubre don't care. Oubre jacking up anything. He haven't seen a, a shot he doesn't like yet. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> nobody, nobody stopping him. Now he's going to Converse. See that? Yeah, I saw uh-huh. that earlier. Yeah, well, you know, Time if you can Converse. get a shoe, hey, make that paper, man. If you if you can do it. They I never thought to, Uber would get a shoe, but I guess. Came, they came to Dimitri first, but he turned him down. Well, well you know, he got too much swag for that. He's not a Converse guy. <laughs> Dimitri wants, no a, offense to Converse. Listen, Dimitri Converse wants a New re- Balance walking shoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tennis shoes are hard shoes. Those are, yeah. those, that's my mantra. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the DMV Sports Roundtable. Find it on Apple Podcasts, the Podcast One app, podcastone.com, and WTOP's mobile app. Just tap listen. For Big Chi and Jamal and George, I'm Dimitri. And for Redskins fans all around the world, God help us.